1: And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority.
2: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 31st, 2021. Roy Brown and Kathleen Kelly are cigar retailers in New York. With many family-owned cigar retailers in that state, in the cigar business, the tax went up to an astonishing 75%. Is this
3: the end for them or just the beginning of the fight? Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Kathleen and Roy, thanks for coming on. Thanks Good for morning. having us. Yes, absolutely. I, I, like when I go to a funeral or something, though,
2: I wish we were under better circumstances. <laughs> we're meeting under better circumstances. Not that it's it's a funeral. It's not the end for you. But uh, it's certainly trying times of, of what a state would do to you. This is uh, during COVID-19. As things were bad enough, uh, they, they bring you up from 28% to 75% tax. Yep. Um, October 1st, 2020, this ends up happening. Is Things were tough for everybody, uh, just so everybody knows, things were even tougher in New York for just a little industry, the cigar industry, uh, of what they do to you. So uh, I'm, I'm so sorry for that, but we're going to try to figure out today what we could do to help.
4: Yeah, it was definitely a major blow. Um, and a lot of shops, you know, being in the Tobacconist Association, we were kind of in the know. Some shops had no idea the tax was going up. Yeah, And they didn't announce it until the day before it went up, so it was like surprise. You know, your tax change all your prices. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Governor Cuomo. Yeah. So it was a
4: blow, and you know it was already a hard year, obviously with COVID and everything, right? Yeah. New York was shut down, locked down pretty tight, so.
2: So everybody got a punch in the belly, and then the the people. Cigar retailers, and it's not every retailer, no matter what they sold, just cigar retailers end up getting something like that. Uh, and you can't even envision 75% tax. When, when something like that is implemented, I look at that as that's not trying to collect extra money for the state. It's trying to put retailers out of business. It's an
3: attack.
5: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Right? It, it's just not logical amount. Seventy-five percent. First off, you don't make seventy-five percent, and that's seventy-five percent right to the bottom line. We're taking this whether it's sold or not, right? You, right. This is as you receive product.
4: You, when we get our product in by the by the twentieth of the next month, basically we owe the tax, no matter how long it t- you know it could take you a year to sell that, but you got to pony up to seventy-five percent.
2: So Buy completely changes market. buying habits. It's absolutely. absolutely Was there a floor tax in addition to that? There was
4: no floor tax. Oh, but God. I think that's why they waited till the day before they announced the tax hike. Because so they didn't the want people to stock up ahead of the tax.
2: Yeah. So know? that you'd have a little relief to be able to breathe for a little longer. For right. a couple of weeks anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. How yeah. how terrible. All right, so uh, I don't I, I like to celebrate with a cigar, but this is not a celebration, but we're gonna smoke a cigar anyway, Barry. What do you want to smoke?
6: Yep. Today's first cigar is the Bandolero Serie T and it's manufactured in Costa Rica by Selected Tobacco. The size that we're lighting up is the Vandioso, which measures six by fifty four and is a torpedo. The wrapper, binder, and filler is top secret, so if we told you, we'd have to kill you. And a single price will set you back $15.99, where a box of $25 is $339.99, which comes out to $13.59 per cigar. That's a savings of $60 or 15% off the box price from Two twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And doing the math off the top of my head, this $16
3: cigar would be about $24 in New York. Yeah, way to rub it in. Thank you. I appreciate that. You want to kick Roy while he's sitting (laughs) next to you?
4: (laughs) I actually went to the factory in Costa Rica a couple years ago. Does this? Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, very cool. Really?
2: All right. Um, It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all (laughs) other brands were raising prices, Perdomo Cut out the Federal S chip tax and actually lowered them, Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
3: Excellence. Okay. So if you had special K yep. and you did a mashup with Special K and Cocoa Puffs, that's what you have going on in the cold draw here. Yeah, I get the
6: special J. I mean K. Special K?
2: <laughs> J K. Yeah. All right. Nice-looking wrapper. I don't know what it is. Again, as Barry said, they don't say what the ingredients are of these things, but it's beautiful, beautiful color. Oh, I thought I lost my lighter. It's behind my coffee
3: mug. (laughs) We're going to light our cigar today with the Renegade by Vertigo. The Renegade by Vertigo features a flip-top, four jets, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment, all for the low-price $14.99. of fourteen ninety nine. That's the Renegade by Vertigo. The bullet punch doesn't work on this torpedo.
7: I like the grip.
2: Your on job this is lighter. not
3: to unsell the lighter I just sold. <laughs> your job is to say, "Oh, isn't that nice? It's only fourteen ninety nine. That's what, that's your okay. that's your stick. It is amazing. What a deal! Fourteen ninety nine.
2: Um, so you mentioned that the. A lot of the stores didn't even know what happened until it ended up happening and and maybe that was for the state to make you so you didn't uh, stock up in time. yeah, how about the reaction of the consumer that walks in day yesterday <clears throat> and then walks in? Everything has changed at that point, and then it must have been what the hell is going on here? You're robbing me?
4: Well, that's exactly right. People think it's you, you know Correct. they take it out on the store they don't understand it's the tax yeah, you know so. I mean, that's our job to educate our consumers, too,
2: Yeah, about it, it, that. And the, it's like they want to keep it quiet because they don't want... Even if I didn't smoke cigars, I would say any product you do that to is just so unfair to the people who handle that product and stuff. Why of all products? that You know, a bottle of wine has a five-cent tax on a right. bottle of wine. Five cents. And then a cigar has 75% of its... Um, Purchase price. right. right. Along with that, let's add, you have a state sales tax compounded on top of that number. So you take a $10 cigar, it becomes $17.50. $17.50 times the state sales tax compounded. By the way, highly illegal. This is why in Boston they threw um, tea in the ocean because double taxation without representation. And nobody goes forward with this, and that's because... Of this industry is so small and nobody cares. But there are people that care.
4: Well, we pay tax on the Fed tax. Right. Right. Compounded on on top of that.
2: So another 46 cents that comes in federally, 75% that goes on top of the selling price of of the purchase price of the cigar, and then another, what is your sales tax? Got to be 8%. 8%. 8%, 8%, Yeah. 8% compounded on top of those compounded taxes. Triple taxation. Yeah.
6: What? why I left New York. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. I thought they yeah. threw you out. Yeah. It
2: happened in Massachusetts. <laughs> so I, I started in Massachusetts in 1985. By 1995, they said we're going to start taxing cigars, and that was 12%. And I go, what are you, crazy 12%? Because there was sales tax of 6% on top of that. You're going to charge me 12 and then 6 on top of that. Why of one individual? There's no tax on Beef. Separately, there's no tax on a clothing. Separately, there's no tax on. Yeah, if
3: anything. your shirt has a collar, you don't pay seventy-five percent versus shirts that don't have collars. It's
2: just the weirdest thing that we allowed this to happen anywhere, mm. and it's like almost beating up the the small kid because. N- Premium cigars, one out of a thousand people use the product, so right. they they're they're allowed to beat that up because who's going to say anything about well,
4: it? Well, yeah, I did a lot of research on that, and premium cigars are like three percent of the market. Mm-hmm. It's a very small market.
2: Yeah, so they you know. they can beat on us, and right. that's it. Be- they can't be. Is there anything that's showing how much revenue is being being collected from this?
4: Um, there, there actually is. Okay. There's, I found different websites with the state. I actually called the state and asked them if they had a website where I could see the revenue that was collected in tax. On just premium cigars? Well, you have to break down because they don't break down anything. Okay. So they just give you a lump number for tobacco tax. But you have to then do calculations, right? We, they know that 80% of that is cigars, but it's mass market. So you take 3% out of the 80 and that's premiums.
2: Okay. All right. So this, this you know, a, so. the way we you're doing a rough guesstimate of what it would exactly. probably be. But yeah, d- domestic cigars, those that are listening, um, is the stuff that you would get in the in the gas, gas station, station machine, or something like made that. Stuff. Yeah, machine made flavored cigars, all all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um is by all means um we're talking about billions of cigars. Billions. And when it comes to premium cigars, the whole United States is about three hundred million premium cigars divided by fifty. States, it's a small right. little thing. How about? And I know your store is you're strong on pipe tobacco. How, what kind of effect does it have on pipe tobacco? Well,
4: pipe tobacco's always been seventy five. Wow. So we've been suffering with that <laughs> for many years. So uh, pipe tobacco's been that way. And you know, I mean, I I also do e-commerce. I mean, you have to nowadays, yep. right? Because, you know, I, I'm sure Roy could say those people come into our shop, they buy one cigar, they buy two cigars, they buy their box online.
2: What because shame. they don't
4: want to pay the 75% tax. <laughs> I get it. You know, so. And, and
2: that, you said the right thing. They don't want to pay the 75% tax because I've said that to people as I'm fighting here in New Hampshire with the tax. The tax is on you, not on me. I'm right. supposed to collect it from you. The ultimate person that ends up paying is the consumer. The consumer so yeah. they've tax the consumer. They're gonna put you out of business at the same time, but they're taxing the consumer.
4: Well, yeah, and our profit margin though gets tighter. you of know, course. so what we make is is our margins are smaller because I mean, how much are you gonna charge a guy? Right. you know.
2: Just keep lowering and lowering until, until they end up uh, getting you out of it. Now, this happened before that the tax went up. It didn't go that high, but it went high, and then it got backed off. What happened there, and can that happen again?
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of a, a crazy story, but uh, we had what's called an industry standard. So that's what brought our tax to 28.5%. Uh, because the way New York wrote the law, the law was uh, 75% tax on the actual cost of the cigars.
2: On the factory cost of the cigar. right?
4: So somebody got smart, a retailer, and got a lawyer and went after New York. And that's how we got this 0.38 multiplier. It's called our industry standard. And uh, basically that was the calculation to figure out what the true cost of the cigars were. And then pipe tobacco and all that stayed 75%. We got this multiplier, and that's what they pulled from us October 1. Okay. So they took that away, thus making the tax go back up to 75%. So now we're, you know, that's why we're fighting for the two bills that we have in the Senate and Assembly in New York for a 50 cent tax cap on premium cigars.
3: Okay. And Which would be a game changer. You'll
4: game sell changer. more cigars 100%. and
2: they'll make more money. They will make yes. more money. Because we right. saw Rhode Island that that happened when they ended up doing it. They did a test for a couple of years and said, we'll see how it ends up working out. They saw how it worked out. It did work out. They made more money. We are saying this calculation on premium and machine-made cigars. And you say, okay, it's 3% of what it is. They're going to get the whole 50 cents on the machine-made cigar that... Um, because it's capped in 75%, assuming it's a dollar cigar, they're still going to get their, 75, their, their $0.50 cents or whatever if it's a $0.50 cent cap, and then every single cigar after that becomes $0.50. Cents. It's it's easier to calculate. You, there's less criminality that's going to end up happening because you must see that. I want to talk a little about that, that not only are you trying to compete um, with online and other states and everything you're competing against fellow retailers that some of them are breaking the law
4: yeah and- we call them trunk slammer's okay <laughs> yeah it's buy tax free you can go to Pennsylvania and buy tax free right
2: but how about within the state itself that yeah. somebody somebody is actually breaking the law and buying it in Pennsylvania bringing it into right, exactly. new york selling it in new york and not reporting the taxes not reporting uh Taxes for uh, employees, not, empl- not, not uh, giving into the state, not doing anything, the amount of loss that happens. But they have, you, you either go out of business and die or you try to survive and break the law because it's the only way you can survive. Um, that's a competition to yourselves also. But yeah. Because both of you have retail shops that are big enough and known enough and you guys are part of an organization where you go and squawk and yell and scream and say, I have a problem. So eyes are on you. You, you can't mess around because right. they're watching you and not them. Right. And they're p- not part of your organization. Right. Okay. So we have an organization here in New Hampshire, very small organization. We, there's, there's 100 cigar retailers within the state, and yet only five of us um, are part of the organization, now six. Um, how is it there in New York?
4: We have uh, 40 members now. 40
2: members. Okay. We have
1: uh, a very active board, been very active for the last two years. Um, and we're re- well-represented from Long Island all the way out to Buffalo and everything in between. So uh, we have a great board. Um, and, and we were kind of ahead of the whole 75% cap thing uh, or, or tax. Yeah. Thing. We we started on it before COVID happened. Uh, we, we had gotten kind of wind from our lobby group that this might happen. And so we started to begin to talk about it, and then COVID happened, shot us down. The governor got to take over the state; yeah. he pushed it
2: through. You, you, you couldn't go to a hearing because there was we, no we, hearing. We couldn't right.
1: go. We couldn't have a. We couldn't even do a Zoom meeting at that point because there were none going on yet because everybody was under lockdown.
2: It's so amazing that nothing can get done in government while this whole thing was going on, but they managed to put the tax through no matter what. Right. It yeah. always ends up happening that that that, and that stuff goes through. They can't accomplish anything else, but they can get 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 to hurt the brick and mortar. I don't care what business you were in as brick and mortar, it was very very painful during COVID, and I, it's just amazing that they do something like this. Why isn't this national news that they ended up? Tr- they're attempting to try to destroy an industry within their state.
1: Yeah, uh, we we. Um- we were shut down for six weeks. You know, our doors were closed. I don't. I can't remember how long.
4: Yeah, I went about two weeks, uh, and then we started curbside. But some places weren't allowed to do curbside. I guess it depended uh, yeah, where we, you were. Right,
1: depending on the county. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we finally, after six weeks, got to do curbside, and uh, <sighs> six weeks closed. Six
0: yeah.
2: and you know what still happened? The bills, right? The bills oh, still, bills still yeah. come. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> With not a lot of help from the state of New Hampshire at all. They're trying to put you out of business. Not
3: well, the state of New Hampshire wouldn't state help of by of New York New Ham- retailers. New York.
2: Yeah, state of New York. So reaction from consumers, they walk in the store at that point, they're angry at you? Yep.
1: I think our association, at least the members, the people that are, are active in our meetings, it started educating the consumers, hey, listen, yep. this is what's going to happen. You know, Come October 1st, we're gonna, we have to charge you 75% tax. <laughs> We have no choice. Our hands are tied. And, you know, back to Barry's point about the um, floor tax, we didn't know. We're like, is there going to be a floor tax? Is there not going to be a floor tax? Is there going to be a floor tax? And, and somebody called Albany and um, found out that there was not going to be a floor tax. And uh, so some of us I, I, stocked yeah. up as much as we could. Yes. Uh, Some of us have small humidors, some of us have large humidors, but we stocked up the best we could to try to get ahead of the new tax rate.
3: It's not the size of your humidor, Roy. It's how you use it that matters. (laughs) Correct.
5: (laughs) Correct.
2: That's what she said. Uh, Sales drop immediately. Um, No,
4: because, you know,
1: I didn't raise my prices right away. Like, I waited. listen, Listen, I bought all this inventory at this tax rate. I'm not going to further penalize my customers by jacking the prices up. Okay. I said, we're going to slowly work into this. Um, yeah, things have backed off a little bit. Um, but the last couple months, things have started to pick back up again. And I don't know if it's because they, they feel comfortable
2: paying at 75%. I'm not really sure. Nobody wants to do it, but I, I love the whole idea of, and it would be me that I would be the one to go go at the brick and mortar store. And I'm not going to buy online. I'm going to end up taking care. of I'll pay extra uh, to keep to have a place to go to have a you know it's there, but unfortunately there's people that don't so mm-hmm. I, I figure you ha- you're gonna lose some and then there's gonna be some loyalists that are gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on Absolutely. And, and try to keep you in business because the next thing you know there's no stores in the state of New York and Correct. what are you gonna do yeah. and then you you don't think there's a, a second round of this thing the second round is gonna be they're gonna tax the online guy and then that's gonna be it there's gonna be no store in New York and then you're gonna buy online and they, they're still gonna consumer is still gonna pay because Honestly, the consumer does not fight along. You know, the idea of the Cigar Rights of America was a consumer-based organization. It never really took off as consumer-based because the consumer, listen, they're buying a cigar to relax. They don't want to hear what we're doing. Right. This will not be one of our biggest listen to shows because the consumer doesn't want to hear about it. And I get it. But they need to understand that at the end of this, they're going to pay. It's not going to be the brick and mortar retailer that pays. That that money is given to them to end up paying. Eventually, they have to pay it. And you know, I even look at every single state. We're next to New, New York, Massachusetts over here. Massachusetts looks at New York and says okay they went to 75 we can go from 40 to 50 we have no problem they're looking for an 80 by the way they want to beat you is what Mm -hmm. they're doing oh here I am in New Hampshire oh I don't have anything to worry about no New Hampshire now looks at it and says wow look how much we're losing on this we could end up doing this too so it's very very bad no matter what ends up happening and without the brick and mortar retailer the cigar industry is dead I promise you it will completely ev- evaporate. There'll be no new products. Prices will go up. Um, the online guy is surviving because of things like that. And I have a little online presence myself, but that's not how I want my business. I want my business because of ultimate customer service, different products, and things like that, not because they killed you guys.
4: Right.
2: Um, now, what happens, uh, Kathleen? You said you have an online presence. Are you able to sell tax-free online? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I ship a lot of stuff out of state, and I actually ship out of the country a lot.
2: How about if somebody in the state bought it? Could you
4: they ha- no, they have to pay the they tax. They have to pay, okay. They have to pay the Wouldn't tax. Wouldn't that be nice
2: that you just have yeah. a mailbox outside the state? Yeah, that'd
4: be great. Yeah? But, I mean, it helps me because, you know, how we have to pay the tax when the product comes in. When I ship out, I get a tax credit. Wow. So I try to ship a lot out. Of state, okay. So I can get a credit back after the after you already pay. so you're literally I pay, yes. the, the tax and then I get code. I get your money back. <laughs> yes,
3: the tax code is set up so that you are enticed to generate business outside of the state.
4: Correct. Yes, it it's makes no sense. Right? It makes no sense. Yeah.
3: Right. Right. How about you, Roy? Do you
2: do it?
1: No. No online. We're 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 really too small for to do an online presence.
2: So. If if you don't get this fifty cent cap, do you say I'm going to keep going here? And <clears throat> so
1: we 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 started looking. The NYTA started looking at you know cigar shops across New York State when they, you know towards December after it had been in effect for a couple months. And I think uh, to date we've lost about six shops across the state. I think Mike, uh, Glenn, our president of the association, did a video and posted on our NYTA site of one poor guy in the Syracuse area that was going out of business, been in business for years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and right now, you know, I'm a smaller shop than, than Kathleen. Um, you know, we're all about customer service and and that's why I think we don't really have a uh, online presence, but, um, we're hanging on to that 50 cent cap. I mean, there are a lot of shops like me, small shops, mom and pop shops, brick and mortar that we're hoping this 50 cent cap actually comes to fruition so that we don't have to go out of business. Right. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of us are struggling, but we're like hanging on to that hope of that 50 cent cap. And, and you know, I'm one of those stores, and, and I know there's there's stores all across the state
2: of New York. And, and the win would be for the state of New York, if they ended up doing it, they are going to, Profit from that If they end up doing it It's 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 the win-win situation That happens You'll stay in business They'll still get Money from you guys From being in business Correct. Along with 50 cents On every cigar You'll sell lots more cigars yep. Actually even then
4: You did a 28% Absolutely yeah, Absolutely that, that, That's the thing Is convincing people yeah. That this is gonna work We know it's gonna work
3: Don't they also have A business profits tax So at the end of the year You pay tax on Whatever profit you have So they get you Coming and going Yeah
4: <laughs> Yeah
2: yeah. Oh, there's one thing to... to Talk about how tax, you New, tax you out of profit. New
4: York's rough, yeah. But uh, I think this is a great bill. I feel really good about it. We yes. have a good lobbyist group that's helping us with this. And I mean, that's the only way to get anything done. Right.
3: So
2: you pay a lobbyist. Legislatively.
4: So we pay a lobbyist group. You pay Big a money. tax.
2: I you know. pay a
3: lobbyist. Yeah. Yes. You pay your dues. Yep. You pay your business profits tax. Is there any money left over?
4: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not really. No,
3: it's but terrible. It, it, it's, but it's
4: a lot of work. It's a lot of work, of and our board puts in and our members put in a lot of hours. It's almost a full time job, right? Yeah. Working exactly. for the tobacconist Association and running your business. But if we don't do it, no one's going to get in there and fight for us. Right. And it, it, it sounds
2: good that you have forty people, but let me tell you, you have probably hundreds, four hundred retailers within that state and and it takes there's always the the the, the small minority of of retailers that say okay i'm gonna fight you're fighting for your business but you're fighting for theirs at the same time and if you pull it off and i i pray that you do you end up uh doing this for all of them so i hope they end up seeing it so um if god forbid it doesn't happen do you Become an online only? Do you uh, within the state? Do you leave the state? Listen, I ran away. I've thought
4: about leaving this. I've really? honestly thought about it, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think you I'm know, going I'm there. I've been fighter, there for but, almost thirty years. You so know?
2: here's what happened to me: I, I was running for t- doing it for ten years, and I built up three stores, and it was going. But I got to the point where I knew I couldn't win. You have to understand when when you get to the point, if they don't do this 50-cent cap, God forbid it doesn't happen, and it it looks like it's getting even worse. I mean, there's got to be a point where you say, okay, i got to – Cut my losses here, and we're, we're talking about all the retailers that would end up doing that. Either, okay, let me figure out this thing where I'm going to operate out of the trunk of my car, or let me uh, figure out where I go online only, or where, where, yeah, what I to did leave the state.
4: Yeah, move to Pennsylvania. It's tax free. Yes. You know, I could run everything out of there, right. you know, so.
2: And, and, and that's, but that's not w- what I
4: want to do. No,
2: and that's what your. The person that lives in your area that goes to your shop needs to understand, yes, pay a little bit extra, a lot extra, and still support them, or else if they can't do it, they can't do it, and then they're gone, and then what do you do? And you say, oh, I'll buy for the ones that, that... God forbid, and do the stupidest thing or the thing I hate the most is go into your lounge and bring your own cigar that they end up buying online. Yep. Doing that? Shame, shame if you end up doing that. But the next thing you know, there's not going to be a lounge to end up going to. And then what do you do? We, exactly. You have long winters like we do, right? It's yes. oh, yeah. yes, totally. cold and long.
4: And uh, we have people that do that. And, you yeah. know, they just don't understand. I mean, we've got to keep the lights on, the TV. You right. know, we're providing an experience. <laughs>
2: right, right. Um, speaking of experience, are you getting any flavors on the cigar? I know we're not talking about it besides bitterness that we're getting because uh, just talking about this, it aggravates me
3: so much. There's a little gentle spice and also a very subtle sweetness that are playing off of each other back and forth. Hard to really, um, a little bit of a floral component maybe. That might be the sweetness. Yeah.
2: Well, it's time to make sense about tasting cigars, and it's brought to you by Cigar Sense. <music>
8: Cigar Sense offers a variety of resources to help cigar lovers get the most out of fine cigars. It's all about helping you respect your palate, from personalized cigar recommendations to cigar profiles based on sensory analysis, articles, and seminars. And now there's also a course, a cigar tasting course, which develops your sensory skills. You'll learn to identify aromas, tastes, and palate sensations. You'll learn to describe the flavors while appreciating what you're experiencing as you smoke. Visit Cigar Sense and start your sensory adventure with free membership. Here's today's Cigar Sense tip.
3: So, I was playing around with the uh, Cigar Sense website and the search feature this week, and I discovered that you can define flavors and aromas that can help you with beverage pairing. So, Uh. for example, if you know your favorite scotch has vanilla and oak notes, and you want to leave those notes intact, meaning you don't want a cigar that has those notes.
2: Because it makes it disappear. Correct. You omit
3: those in the filter, and you filter those flavors out of your cigar recommendations so that the cigars suggested to you have different flavors than what your scotch has. It's very fun to play around with. And I respected my palate enough to sign up for Cigar Sense for free. Isn't it time that you respect your palate? I've already done it. Barry, have you done it? Because with the
2: liquor pairing and stuff in there, this might be a good... I've
6: done it, but I haven't had time to play around with it. All right. Got to make time. So no, you haven't done it. I signed up. Signed up. So yeah, but now I've
2: done stop it. now stop playing around. <laughs> I like to play around. All right, we go. It's time to take a break. So we're going to do that. When we come back, um, what does the future hold for New York retailers and cigars? What can they do, and what can you do to help them? Stick around. We're going to try to keep them in business. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
9: Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua, it'll steal your heart again. Certain General Warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
2: A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned.
11: Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964.
8: This is Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay. By
11: you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: And we are back and we're smoking the Bandolero Series T with some good retailers out of New York who have been dealt a bad hand. What can they do to save their business and can we help? Welcome back, everybody. So, i got a uh, shout
3: out i got to do. Go ahead. Today, yeah, 22 years ago.
2: 22 years ago.
3: Rudy Yeah. got married.
2: Oh, wow.
3: So happy anniversary, Happy Rudy.
2: anniversary, Rudy.
3: He hasn't happy done much fact-checking for us in a while, but he's still our resident fact-checker. <laughs> yeah. Sean filled in for him for a little bit, but... He's gone, too. Sean's gone. Yeah. Now we have Pam, who's in the lead for uh, the most number of times today, making the sound effect with us. Glenn, I don't know where he is, but he's losing.
2: All right, so we're with Kathleen and Roy, let's start with Kathleen. Kathleen, what is your store? How long have you been in business?
4: Uh, Queensberry Cigar and Pipe, yep. um, and I've been in business 28 years.
2: I right. imagine in Queen, Queensberry, New yep. York.
4: Yep, right, just south of Lake George and the Adirondacks. Okay, and how many years? 28 years.
2: 28 mm-hmm. years, congratulations to you. Shame on you, New York, if you ever put her out of business. 28 years yeah. you started yourself?
4: I did. Wow. Yeah, I moved up from Long Island and uh, moved to the Adirondacks. Couldn't find work. And I opened a little coffee shop and started with coffee. It was the cigar boom. Smoked a cigar. A lot of people coming up from the city asking for cigars. And I put in a little cabinet humidor. I started with, you know, fingers crossed and a credit card wow. <laughs> and hoped it would work. And uh, it just grew and grew from there. And back in 2012... Uh, I bought my own building and that oh, was it. That good. was a game changer because sure. uh, I have a big lounge, I have a patio, we're separated, you know, so yeah. being in a strip mall where I was before, it's tough. You yeah. know, so guys I are sitting alone. out smoking cigars, nobody likes that, yep. you know, uh, but yeah, standalone shop, so that, that was definitely a game changer for me.
2: So the American dream, you did yeah. the American dream and now comes the nightmare.
4: Now, yep, comes the tax man a knocking. Yeah,
2: so we we got to do something. we got to make this, this go away. How about you, Roy? Eight years in business.
1: This is our eighth year. Um, this is Iron Horse. Iron Horse Cigar Depot in Hudson, New York. We're about 45 minutes south of Albany, about an hour and 15 minutes from Kathleen.
2: Okay. All right, know. how many years?
1: Eight years. Eight years. Got into the business after being in politics for eight years
2: uh oh i never knew that
1: yeah yeah Uh, i was a local you
2: understand both sides here
1: i i i do okay i do um got out of politics our local tobacconist passed away i was trying to figure out what am i going to do and everybody said well open up a cigar shop so here we are eight years later did you buy his existing shop or you started from scratch no it was uh, it was all sold um someone else came down from the albany area and and bought him out and uh the family sold off everything else. It was probably a year after he passed away that I opened.
2: Okay. Bought, a, right.
1: bought a standalone building, nice huge backyard. You
2: thought you'd get away from politics, but you're, you're
1: deep oh in Oh, my God.
4: You're right back yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> Just, Just like
2: when you, you thought. You were <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, so that's interesting. Eight years into it, and what you've gone through is terrible. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. That happened so, so soon on you. Yeah. It's both sides over here. She's been all these years has she been in and it's terrible that they're doing this and after all she ended up doing. But then again, here you are a short time in and with within uh the first eight years they got it I mean Exactly. You you went through all these changes.
1: I, I came in right at the end of the twenty when they brought it down to twenty eight. That's when I came in. Right. And I said, "Well, we can we, we can make a go of this." And uh, we've been fighting a little bit, you know, these little things that the state has been proposing, and but we managed to stave those off. And then COVID happened. And,
4: and
2: Kathleen, you were there at zero tax in New York.
4: My gosh, I can't even remember what it was yes. that many years ago, but I think it was fifteen percent or something, you okay. know, something like that. And this, yeah. this is the problem that happens. And we thought thing. that was high. Why you know. I
2: fight so strongly in New Hampshire, where they've come with little taxes and stuff, um, I left the state of Massachusetts at 12% because I just know how it works. And I said, right. once they get the foot in the door, that's it. And Massachusetts went from 12 to 15 to 20 to 30 to 40. And New York, the same thing happens. But just look at it. You can see this is what happens once they get in. Yeah. You can't let them in.
4: Well, and somebody was asking what a floor tax is, which means you, know, you have to pay tax on all your inventory. That's so if it goes floor. to seventy five percent, you've got to calculate everything you have in your humidor and send a check. Right. To it doesn't matter state. if you bought
3: that product five years ago. Doesn't let's matter. let's face it, not everything turns and burns. So right. you right. you may have inventory that's been sitting around and you're should I discount bin this? And yes. no, pay a tax on that. Right. It, I do. mean
4: it's it's crazy. I like I said, I equated it to you buy a car and five years later, there's some tax, and, and the state comes knocking on your door and wants a check. I mean, they, they never get away with doing that, but they do that to us. It's crazy. And I've seen two-floor taxes, and I've seen shops just go out of business, just close their door. For tax nine. you
2: on what you already purchased. Imagine right. now you bought yourself a car a few years ago, and all of a sudden the government comes and says, You still have that, that car? Wow, so that, okay, that example gonna-
3: sounds very familiar.
7: <laughs>
2: what, why is that?
3: Literally, the example she just said. Of the car? Yes. Yeah. Um, Again. He gets these ideas. (laughs) Yes. So he's not actually listening to what we're saying. He's thinking
12: about what (laughs) he's he's going to say next.
2: (laughs) So you started with coffee. Then you ended up adding the cigars. Now you're in this problem with 75% tax. You do the opposite now. Do you start adding products inside your store that are not taxed at seventy five percent, and start selling coffee? Or back in the day, if you remember, we had walking canes, and you'd have statues and all that. that. Butterfly
3: knives? Can you get butterfly knives? Yeah,
10: right. Shaving cream, right?
2: Because you you just can't listen. In nineteen eighty five. The, the profit margin on cigars were like cigarettes. It was very, very small. Right. And it wasn't until the boom happened that all of a sudden the margins came and the cigar shop was built. Because before that, there was no cigar shops. There were smoke shops. That's why I have a smoke shop from then. Yep. And we carried not only just smoking things, we carried everything.
4: Yeah, pens. Until, yeah, until yeah. we
2: could make enough product profit on the cigar itself. And then became all cigars. Now, I'm thinking, you know, pe- people say to me, What would you do if you were in this type of situation? I think you have to kind of swing back and say, Okay, we'll have cigars, but we have to have other products.
4: Well, this is our other bill, too, is for us to be able to get a liquor license. Okay. Besides the 50 cent tax cap. Correct. Because, you know, not only do we want another avenue to make money at, but we want to enhance the experience Here we in a go. lounge. You know, um, to be able to get a scotch or a bourbon and enjoy your cigar. We cannot do that in New York
6: now. Really? There's yeah. nobody that has cigars and has... Only those grandfathered
2: Grandfathered in, Correct.
4: Correct. in. exactly. Okay. Very few. There's the, probably few five between. places in the whole state that ha- uh. can sell alcohol and have All right, in. so
2: both of these things are happening simultaneously. Both of these bills We have happen. two
4: bills. And what's wonderful <laughs> is they're uh, being sponsored by two women. One uh, woman, Ramos, right out of Queens, and then uh, Carrie Carrie Werner
1: Carrie Warner, out of uh, Saratoga. Saratoga, Yeah,
4: are sponsoring both of our bills: the 50 cent tax cap and this um, liquor lounge liquor lounge license. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, Good. Uh, 40 members you have of the association. Is there anything you could possibly do to get help from consumers?
1: The consumers have a, a have an opportunity to become members of NYTA on a yearly basis. What is it? $15? Yeah, you can be a
4: supporter for. Right. You can go on our website, which is newyorktobacconist.org, dot um, and they, there's a support. Um, there's a link in there where they can be a supporter and, of the organization. And you should be a supporter, even
2: if you're not in New York. And let me explain why. That you say, Oh, I'm on Pennsylvania. I'm in Pennsylvania and I'm getting all the benefit on this side of it. And good. I hope they go up to a hundred percent. No, you don't, because you notice then the Pennsylvania bill comes up every year and they're going to look at 75 percent and they're going to say, Okay, we can go to 45 so you know, it, it's always been that. People say to me I'm I'm actually one mile over the border or, or the other side oh you hope the tax goes up even more and more and more and I say I don't because I've been yeah, I hope at, it goes to zero I hope it goes to zero or at least go go to a 50 cent cap and I've told Massachusetts that work on a 50 cent cap you get you got to work on one thing right. at a time or in this case two things which isn't isn't bad because it's a completely different type of thing maybe new maybe New York looks at it and says oh we can make
3: profit off the alcohol too right, right. you know and, and say it's a Do you double double down and just start selling guns, too?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'd be down with that. While you're in New York, anyways. I'd be be down with that. The
1: the interesting part about our (laughs) our liquor legislation is that we decided we wanted to include in our legislation that we would work with local distilleries, breweries, and wineries to keep the product local. So you could go to Kathleen's shop. Her experience there, if the bill went through, would be a little different than mine because I would be working with my regional folks. She would be working with her regional folks. And that's not saying we would only have artisanal products. We would also have, you know, some other scotches and yeah, whatnot. you're
3: going to have the McCowns of the world. Exactly. Right. We certainly yeah. want to help Absolutely. the people that are local. So right.
2: your lobbyist is counting the votes, right? A bill goes through, certain people end up signing on to the bill and right. stuff. Does it look like you got a good shot here? We think so. Um, we I, think so I, yeah. I just
1: had dinner with them on Thursday night. You had an event, and our, our three uh, principals came down from uh, – uh, Brown and Wine Rob out of Albany. Um, and when I was talking to them, I said, you know, what do you guys think? You think he's got a good chance? And, and they all said, yeah, we think it has a really good chance. The next step is for us uh, towards the end of August, beginning of September, when people are back in session, is to start having everybody contact our local assembly and senators and start the grassroots support uh, to get their representatives across New York State on board with both bills.
2: Okay. Both of you went to the trade show? Absolutely. Yes. Get help from them?
4: Yes. Yes. We deal with Glenn Luke. Good. And uh, he's been helping us. He goes on our Zoom calls. We do a lot of meetings, our organization, you know, via Zoom, obviously, now. But sometimes we meet a couple times a month, and Glenn comes on and and has been very helpful uh, getting together. I, I, I
1: really think, you know, aside from COVID, I think the whole Zoom takeoff with, as a result of COVID, has really benefited our organization. Well, your state more. Is
2: giant size, right. so, you know, hours and hours away from each other. We have a very lucky here in New Hampshire, southern New Hampshire. Everybody just drives over here once a month, and here we are. right? right. You know, but you know, a drive to you guys could be as much as three, four hours, depending on where you – know, do you have people far away from you? Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. All across yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo, Long Island. Syracuse,
2: Rochester, yeah.
1: Albany, all the way down the island. Yeah. How, how about to New York City? Yes. Yeah, uh, Matador,
2: right?
4: Yeah, Matador, Harlem, okay. uh, cigar lounge. Right. He's in Manhattan. Yeah, we're we're all over the state.
2: Okay. Any help from cigar manufacturers?
1: Yeah, yeah. they're they're helping out where where they can. Certainly supporting us um, now. You know, the next thing we're we'll going to talk about is our our Absolutely. golf tournament, so
4: which we took good. a page out of your book in New Hampshire, good. by the way. Absolutely. So thank you for that.
2: Oh, good. It, so I, I, It has worked. You don't yes, have to go yes. to the ones that didn't work. I'll, I'll try to save you on that. But so,
1: so I came up and I've golfed in your tournament. Okay. And, and I saw, you know, I talked to the reps and, you know, how it happens and, and, and talked to some of your folks. And uh, so we're, we're kind of copying what you do Good. in New York State. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. I think we have 20... Cigar vendors, right? Yes, now. we right. have.
4: We eighteen <laughs> we, holes. We, and 20 we eighteen holes. Good. We were like, are we going to sell eighteen holes? Well, we're up to twenty now.
2: Because you got a putting green and yep. you yes. got oh, yes. you know, the nineteenth, nineteenth hole. Nineteenth hole and yes, whatever. yes, yes. We, you'll get creative. If you, we, well, we have a, we have take a local. Take twenty-one if you can. Take twenty-two.
1: Distillery coming to do one of the holes. A brewery coming to do one brewery, of the holes. Yep. Um, a CBD guy coming. is going to rub some cream in your yes. shoulder where you're uh, <laughs> from swinging. right a,
4: a guy that's going to come rub the. Is it a guy?
1: Well, I think there's a guy in it. And a girl? I'll do (laughs) it. I'll take
3: them both. I'll take whatever (laughs) contact. I just want to keep it
1: fair. He's like (laughs) that. He's like that anyway. So, so yes, the manufacturers have stepped up. Some have stepped up more than others. But uh, even those that didn't do the whole sponsor, they're sending swag. They're sending cigars for auction, raffle items, whatever. Um, so, the, the, the support has been been really, really okay, good. Are they going to do that? A
3: raffle after?
1: Oh,
4: we're going to have a silent auction. Good. I think we might even have a live auction. This is the only
3: time I've ever seen an idea copied that Dave gets excited about. This
4: is one. <laughs> well, it's it's that a winning He's all one. About. I like, I it's like a it. It's a winning idea ball. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. So,
2: um, you have tickets available if people want to play. Yes. And we, how do they do that?
4: They can uh, <clears throat> go onto our website, which is uh, org. And there is a tab on the top for the golf tournament. You can go in there and pay for single golf. You can, if you're a cigar uh, manufacturer, you can sponsor there. Uh, You can sign up for a foursome on there.
2: Okay. And there's room for everybody. It's August 30th, 2021. It's a Monday. And you have a special guest coming. We yes, do. we do. And we want to thank you for agreeing to come
1: down and speak to everybody.
2: It's my pleasure. I don't know what, to, and I want to find out before you guys leave today to, to see what exactly you want me to do. But yep. 18 holes of golf, you're going to get cigars at every hole. Cigar at every hole. Yeah. Um, the cart, barbecue, lunch, evening party uh, with, with a bar that's going to be there and all the stuff. What's the ticket cost?
4: It's $700 for a foursome. Okay. Or, or $200 a single if you want single? to sign up. Yeah. Okay.
2: You
5: gotta we wrap. will sell
2: Again, out. It, yeah. It's 20 cigars you're going to get. So right. there's do, your money back. Do the yeah. math. Right. Right? right, right.
1: Plus, you're getting lunch and dinner.
3: Yes. I mean- and you get to listen to Dave talk about how he's addicted to eggplant parmesan. That's his right. favorite and joke.
4: That's, yeah. Oh, we <laughs> yeah. might have to add that on the menu. Yeah, no,
1: you, you don't have to
3: add, add that. anything.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that.
3: <laughs> if you put eggplant parmesan on the menu, he
2: won't leave. Oh. <laughs> so if, if somebody was to say, I'm going to go there and they're from another state or something, how how far is this from an airport or wh- where do you, where do you go here uh probably 30
4: minutes from the airport yep i would say about 30 so minutes so if you want to
3: assess now just fly into the airport you be able no, to say, I, I don't what city is the is the golf
6: it's, it's in
1: Rexford New York it's technically Clifton Park but i think the mailing address is Rexford it's going to be held yeah, at Rexford. the um, edison club edison club nice old club we were there yesterday uh to 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 meet with the pro and with the kitchen folks to make sure that everybody was on the same page.
4: Yeah, it's a beautiful course, and it's a private course, too. So you wouldn't get to play ah, unless you, you were a this. member. Right. right. So you golfers you know. out
2: there, you probably never got to play there. This is your chance to take. Yeah, come on down. Let's uh, fill it up. Let's yes, fill
3: absolutely. it up and
7: take, a, take yeah. a ride. Dave, are you playing? I'm not playing. Yeah. Why not? I'll be playing, but not playing golf. All I'm right. playing <laughs> around. You're a player. <laughs> he likes to <laughs>
3: steal golf carts and just drive around <laughs> and hassle <laughs> people <laughs> at the holes.
4: Well, great. I'll take you around. I Y'all love please. doing that, too. Please. We can get a little horn, you know, when people are yeah. teeing off.
2: Yep, they yeah. like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> After the talk about that CBD rubdown, I'm a little horny myself.
4: <laughs>
2: um, so what, what else? Um, consumers, the manufacturers, the manufacturers, there are spots for you. If, if uh, Listen, it's very, very important for a manufacturer to help out a state organization. I know there's 50 states and, and I hear it, you know, we just can't help everybody. You're talking about the state of New York and believe me, you're going to feel the pain. The consumer says, I don't feel the pain. It goes to the retailer and the manufacturer says it. The fact of the matter, it's going to hurt the manufacturers and it's going to help to hurt the consumer, uh, is what's going to end up ultimately happening. So if you just do the math, how many cigars go into the state of New York and you know, you say I, it's a I don't fraction want to sell. of that to help support them. Drop the, a couple of grand or something right, and, right. and help them out because it, the, these lobbyists cost a lot of money. Yes, they, they do. Too. And right now, the footing the bill is is forty retailers. That's correct, it. Correct. Who are hurting, bleeding out to begin with? Anyway, yeah. it, it, time to help them is is right now to do it. So and, if, and the
1: manufacturers are, are hurting. I mean, they see how much we're buying right now. It's not buy 10 and get two free. Uh, we're buying one or two boxes because we don't want to pay the 75% tax.
2: While right? it sits there.
1: Yeah. It's right, just, exactly.
2: It's crazy. Yeah. So they, they, they're hurting, and they've, and they've said that they're hurting. NewYorkTobacconist.org is where you need to go. And is there a thing where they, somebody could even donate if they wanted to just donate? Yeah, you can yeah. donate.
4: Yeah, donate. there's a donation tab right in there. You can donate to us.
2: So show, show them how nice the Cigar Authority podcast is and go on there and th- throw a few bucks on because if we can get thousands of people to throw a few bucks on, right. that'd be good too. Yeah, something. we'll send
4: you a little supporter sticker There we go for your uh, you know travel humidor or something.
2: We have to do this no matter what state you're in because it's coming to your state too. And we got to stick stick up for anybody in the cigar industry uh it's so so important to do and i feel so bad for you guys uh being on the receiving end of what's happening to you and i don't know what to do uh besides throw some money at it or show up and try to motivate uh people to do something about it or to try to stop the legislation uh from happening and one thing i'll say to you is when, when we go before the state of of New Hampshire and do it. We we talk to them one-on-one as a family-operated company that it's our families and the people that work for us, family. But sometimes a consumer goes along with us. right? And that is a big deal when the consumer actually says it and tells their story of, yeah, I smoke a couple of cigars a week and this is like family to us, which I have to imagine happens in your shop too, that these people are like family to you. Absolutely. And they don't want this to end up happening to them. It is a ridiculous amount of money. It's enough when you're saying 75%, it's a number that says, I don't care about them. I'm trying to put them out of business. It's not trying to accumulate money. It's somebody on that side is trying. The person that put that bill forward said, I want to put them out of business. Because yeah. is it the most, it's the highest in the country or is Hawaii higher than I it?
4: think California might be higher than us. Really?
2: Well, isn't
4: Vermont 90%?
2: And there's two I stores.
1: Think there's two stores nice. Right. Yeah. Two
4: stores well, you in the can't state even, of Vermont. You can't smoke in a smoke shop in Vermont. You're not allowed to smoke in a tobacco shop.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And Connecticut has a bill that might make it illegal to smoke in a cigar shop in the state of Connecticut that's coming up for vote uh sometime late August or Crazy. September. Yeah. I, I know our audience hates hearing
2: these stories, but they need to hear these stories because it does affect them. They don't know it until it does. Like your consumer that didn't know what was going on till they walked in the store that day and then... And then the horse is all out of the box. Yeah, and shops.
4: Moment. Shops, if you weren't a shop. member, too. You know, they didn't know. They they announced it the day before that our tax was going to 75%. Yeah.
2: And when stuff happens in this state, we, we, we're we only uh, six retailers in the state that are part of the organization. But when it does happen, that's when the phone rings and the retailer is saying, what the hell is going what on with all this stuff? Right. And I go, why don't you be part of the organization, please? oh, I don't have time, I don't have the money, I don't have this, I don't have that. And I said, I'm busier than you. I don't have the time, but it has to be done.
4: You know, we lowered our membership dues to $100 a year. $100. Yeah,
2: everybody can afford
1: it. Because
4: there should be no reason why you shouldn't join if you have a shop in New York.
1: And it's a year, it's not lifetime. I just want to point that out. Some shops out there join for $100. Some people think it's
4: $100 $100 for a lifetime, yeah.
1: They're $100 a year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we're thousands in New Hampshire, because yeah. there's, there's only six of us. Right. It's thousands of dollars. Um, and and I get it that you know every store can't afford thousands of dollars and stuff, but we have no tax here because right. of the effort that's put in there. And you guys are paying the tax. You're paying those thousands every single month. Right. Yes. Yes, we are. You're giving it to the, the, the enemy. You're giving the money to the enemy. So are your competitors. They're giving the money to the enemy, right. and they won't give the money to you? What, are they crazy? This yeah. is this is insane.
3: Well, really, they need to look at it as giving the money to us, because once you join, you're part of this side. Right. You're yeah. fighting the good fight.
2: You're either on our side or against us. That's, that's how I look at it. So manufacturers, please uh, support the, um, the New York organization. It's the New York Tobacconist Organization. And um, to the consumers out there, go to org and throw we, them a little love.
4: We also have a legislative page on there, and uh, there is a link there where anybody from New York can contact their local assembly member or senator.
2: And if you do and you click it, let me tell you, they hear that. That's what they yes. hear, that you are a voter. It's not going to be any good for me because I'm in New Hampshire and I, I go on there and they don't care because I don't vote. But when if they get a whole bunch of voters that say, we don't like that you're doing this, please do this, then they listen. Right. It's just the way politics is, right? Yeah. It is,
1: and it's interesting that the, the politicians don't realize – what the ramifications of some of these bills, when you sit down and you talk to these folks on the Zoom call and you educate them on what it means, what that bill is going to do to constituents in their areas, they are going, oh, I didn't know that. So it's, it's important that you also educate your legislators because they don't understand the ramifications of some of these bills that are being pushed through. One person gets a hard-on for whatever, yeah. and they put this bill and they get somebody to support them, and... That's when all the hell breaks loose.
2: I've heard it. that You know, I say to them, this is how you ended up hurting us by doing this. We were were able to have liquor in the state. Right. And that was a conversation I had with the governor at the time and said, yeah, we can't have it because of this and this. Well, that's not what we wanted to happen. I said, well, that's the way it is we need to rewrite this thing and the next thing you know kids rewrite but the ignorance of what they don't know either so Correct. That, that's right. that's on you guys to educate them to make sure they understand what they have done to you guys right and yeah. uh, before it's too late
4: well a friend of roy's had told us too to invite your local person to your shop Yes. So they get a feel for it. They know who you are. Yeah. They understand.
3: Yeah, they
2: see there's the no underage kids going in there that's trying going to buy
3: bubblegum blunt wraps.
4: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: When, when unfortunately I have to go to a lot of these rubber chicken dinner things and they say, Oh, would you support us or whatever? And I right. say, Yes, I do. And they say, Oh, send us a check for this here. And I say, You got to come by the store and get it. And they go, right. We'll just send it here. And I go, No. The only way I'm going to do it is for you to come by the store. Right. So they That's come perfect. by the store to get it, and then I walk them through the lounge, and I introduce them to the, who's ever in the lounge, and I say, this guy's for us. He's going to make sure that this doesn't happen. He hasn't said anything.
5: Right. <laughs> <Exactly>.
3: <laughs> and I
2: tell them how they do it, and he shakes his head up and down, and I give him the check, and then he votes the right way. Right. So we, this give and take of yeah, absolutely. learning this ridiculous uh, politics stuff that that i hate but it's part of our business it's a big part of our business yeah yeah Yeah.
1: so thank you guys listen we want to thank you for having us Uh, on my My pleasure i wish
2: i didn't have to i wish we were here and and talking about fun and how the cigar boom's going on and right let's talk about different cigar brands that are hot and stuff for you but this is do or die for you so this is serious business so 100 uh, yeah so uh everybody uh Do the right thing and help these guys out. And um, if you can, um, go to the golf tournament, and I'll see you there. We'll shake hands, and I'll thank you face-to-face. So, Roy Brown, Kathleen Kelly, best of luck.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having us, everybody.
2: Uh, We're going to take a break right now, and uh, their push against the cigars continues, but uh, not just on the state level. There's lots of things happening on the national level. We lost another big one this week as the cigar industry. I'll tell you a little about that and explain. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. are you a member of the cigar authority care package well if not the time my friend is now for just $24.99 you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month and we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the cigar authority podcast with you i don't know if that's really a benefit sure it is we will judge the construction flavors and review the cigars and you can see how right or wrong we really are you might be surprised Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99 and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an
3: extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com
11: and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood. And other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon
9: General warning tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
12: Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar-smoking experience like no other.
13: Aladino. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There he
2: is. And we're back. And I've been in the cigar business since 1985. And this is nothing new. The war against tobacco. It seems to be getting worse, everybody. We're getting through COVID, or maybe... Uh, but um, the war on cigars continues. So welcome back. Uh, and unfortunately, I didn't get to really enjoy this cigar. And I love this cigar, the Bandolero that we had in the last hour. But when I talk about these things, it actually like turns my stomach. 25 years ago, I was in Massachusetts with the three stores. while well, this was going on and I was going to be, basically put out of business floor tax was a reason it right. too that i had so many cigars and there was a floor tax at 12 percent. that was going to wipe me out anyway uh so i started all over again uh the break is over we go to break and then talking to them and they say yeah i get a six feeling in my stomach and i went back 25 years ago remembering what these poor folks are going through It's terrible what's happening to them, but it's happening not only uh, to the state of New York. It's actually happening in a federal level, too, and we're going to get to that in this hour. But let's get to the next cigar, Barry. What do we have?
6: Well, today's second cigar is the McAuliffe A, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by McAuliffe Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is six and three quarters by fifty-four. That the company's calling a Churchill. I guess I'll agree with that. And uh, features a Nicaraguan Medora wrapper over a Sumatra binder and fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. A single cigar will set you back eight thirty-nine, while a bundle of twenty is just one forty-nine ninety-nine, which comes out to only seven forty-nine per cigar. That's a savings of $18 or 11% off on the box price at twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And the letter A stands for? Ambassador. Ambassador.
2: Which they couldn't do for some trademark, correct? Then they ended up going with the letter A. Right. But A is confusing which, which to me. A- well, well, it was confusing
3: Ned I- Sullivan. Yeah. He was concerned that we're smoking an A, and he's like, "Well, if we're going to smoke it for an hour, uh, I could I could continue to smoke that in my car, but I'm not lighting up an A in my no,
6: car. Okay. You
7: can't smoke an A in a car. No, you Nine get inches. ash on the the visor. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> well, when and yeah. Dave drives to that golf tournament, you could light up an A, and that should get you three quarters of the way there. It's
2: going to take me three and a half to four hours to get there. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
6: It's all right. It's worth it. If you want to drive it that day, I volunteer. Really? Yeah. A driver? It's a Monday. Yeah, if you're willing to not have me in the shop, Jessica's around, I'll gladly drive you.
3: You're not getting paid for that shit. I'll
6: take the. I'll take it as a day.
3: He'll literally do anything not to have to work.
6: No, I like driving. I miss New York. Hopefully, I'll run into a few people I know.
7: Yeah, I'll go, too. We'll all go. Really? i you know not, go- be- not going. I'm not going. Be all the important people
2: from Cigar Authority. I, I'll tell you something. I was dreading going all that way. Oh, if no. it's four hours there, four hours back. Let's make a road trip. Eight hours. I'm very interested. Are that's we allowed a, to do this? Am I allowed day? to bring somebody?
7: I don't know. You'll have to talk to the people.
2: I'm sure. I'm My sure car drives it. itself. So yeah. <laughs> it's not that I have so to have somebody drive, but I don't
7: want to be by myself. No. It's lonely. This could be a road trip. Yeah. It could be. It's a Monday, right? Yeah.
3: Find a place to eat along the way. This on is the going way to be. Back, it'll be a good time. This is going
7: to be an epic Monday
3: for me. <laughs> I won't have the people that cause me the most angst in my job here. This is a magic Monday. Yeah. I love it. I'll get to work at eight o'clock. Yeah, it'll be light this. up a cigar at your desk with my feet on it. Jonathan, it'll be the same. Use take my bathroom. bathroom off, post a picture on the use mealy's? my bathroom, and I know he does <laughs> once
6: in a while. <laughs> Daily, he'll yeah. be teabagging certain <laughs> things on your desk that you won't know
3: about. <laughs>
7: It'll be the same
6: as he if we were
3: here. It we'll he doesn't just, have many things you could put your stuff in. It's, just, it's all flat uh, stuff.
7: Jonathan, we'll just shit on you the whole time. Same as if we were here, but you don't have to hear it. I love everything about this. All right, let's cut the cigar. It's
2: time to cut the cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
3: For the people that don't care about the competition that we're running, that we're not really running, Pam is ahead two to zero because Glenn didn't show up today. So she's got two clicks of yeah, the cutter.
2: Oh, it's a competition,
6: you and Pam. No offense, Pam. Well, no,
3: Glenn was Glenn was ahead last week. because Pam was off getting her box signed. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I got a real check <laughs> glider. <laughs> Hey,
7: Dave. Uh, Brian Myers has requested that we record the car conversation.
6: Hey, we could, yeah, we could do a clubhouse from the car. From the
7: car.
3: That's a long clubhouse. We're going to light our cigar today with the Renegade by Vertigo. What, a, Ren- nice,
2: what a nice lighter for 14
3: <laughs> Too early, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Save it. This lighter features a flip top. Four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo Big Ass tank. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment and a flip out bullet punch, all for the low price of fourteen ninety nine. Wow, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give him what he wants. It's
2: got a bullet cutter on it, too, which is perfect for this Churchill we're smoking. Oh, God. It's not ideal. So, uh, McAuliffe. Um, Very interesting. Al McAuliffe. Flew up here with Dan. Yep,
6: ladies' man. He's all about the ladies. Yeah, he's a ladies' man.
2: Uh, Very interesting guy. It'd be great to have him on the show someday. Um, His idea is to help brick-and-mortar retailers, love that, and help the cigar industry. Listen, he doesn't need money, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Very, very successful guy. Different than other rich guys coming into the cigar industry.
3: This different, was interesting because products. as he's telling his story, uh, barely finished high school. I'm like, all right, I know someone else that could barely read. Could, couldn't read at 13. That's when yeah. he learned how to read. Just very interesting. The level of hard work that he put in for his entire life to be able to be where he was is, and he earned every single dime of it. Very, very cool guy. I love that he's in the cigar industry. I love it, and I love that Dan's in the cigar industry because
2: we're talking an IBM guy, right? Mm. Microsoft. Microsoft. Top-level Microsoft guy in the cigar industry. Uh, Huge entrepreneur, silicone uh, conducting whatever.
3: Seals. They they make the seals. (laughs) Uh,
2: Along with he's got a cattle ranch. He's got a restaurant chain. He's got a whole bunch of different things. He's in the industry for the right reasons also. And it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with McAuliffe and the cigar industry with these guys in there.
3: One interesting story that he told is a conversation that he had with a manufacturer's daughter that will remain nameless uh, about how interesting it is that there's the two saws on his crest here uh, that form the letter X. And there was the possibility of concern for a trademark issue. Yes. And the question was asked of this young lady, how long have you had that X in commerce. And the answer was since 1960-something. Which how? Right? It
2: should have been 1990,
3: too. Sure, but okay. still, the X is yeah. there, right? And uh, the question was asked, how long have you had the X? And he goes, well, it's not two, It's not an X. It's two saws that are crossed. And uh, by all accounts, it came out in 1080. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anno in the year of our Lord, 1080. Yeah. No more questions were asked. There was never a lawsuit filed Pretty awesome. There we go,
2: yeah, seeing so much of that going on with, uh, and that's why this is the letter A, because it was a problem with amb- Ambassador hmm. of a brand that well, has a Well, potential problem. It wasn't yeah. somebody
3: saying, don't do it. Just yeah, for once, someone in the cigar industry Googled a, a name <laughs> right, before they right. put it out Yeah, instead was just, of I was spending $50,000 on packaging. I know. Google, it's right there. It's right there. Just give it a shot. No, no, no. I've never, heard, put... I've never heard of it. I'm just going to put it out.
2: Yeah. Before you go to print, just do it. Um, So the cigar industry um, will not get any relief. This is what's going on right now. Uh, The cigar industry filed for an appeal. uh, The FDA regulation against the cigar industry under the Tobacco Control Act was appealed by the PCA, uh, Premium Cigar Association, Cigar Rights of America, and the Cigar Association of America, all together. Went and appealed this, uh, and this happened a couple of years back, and we, we felt very good about it that we would do it. The appeal against requirements for substantial equivalence, meaning 2007, a cigar brand that came out before 2007 as grandfathered, but anything that came out after 2007 will have to get off the market. And everybody felt good that that had gone away, because we filed this appeal, all these organizations did it well. How it turned out was um it was denied. The appeal was denied. Yeah, so three nothing vote. Yeah. So uh is this Supreme Court
3: shit going on? This is
6: it yeah,
2: was the t- appeals court. court. Appeals court, yeah, appeals court. So um the predicate date stays as it is. So you now you gotta start thinking back two thousand seven. You got a brand in two thousand eight. It's not gonna be allowed.
3: This is bad. This is not good. Not substantial it, equivalent to other cigars that is that still in play?
6: So here's the argument that Frank Herrera has made. Who you know he's the yeah. trademark liar for the, the majority of the cigar industry. There was a cigar company, a cigarette company, that created a new brand of cigarettes using a cigarette that already existed. They didn't change it up; it was the same cigarette, and they called it something different. And they called it do something that different one time, and they got denied substantial equivalents on it. Wow. So even though, say it was Marlboro, and Marlboro created a brand called Wyoming with a Marlboro cigarette in it, it got denied, even though that cigarette was already on the market. Yes. They tried to sneak it in to prove that 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 substantial equivalence was bullshit, that they weren't going to play fairly, and this proves they're not going to play fairly.
2: From what I understand, Marlboro would have to stop c- c- carrying Marlboro mm-hmm. and be Wyoming, mm-hmm. and then it's okay. Yes. So both of them can't exist. One of them has to exist.
3: Which would now. be a name
2: change. <clears throat> Correct. It's just right. a name change.
3: Man, uh, that keep- makes somebody with a lot of brands pretty valuable right now. Right.
2: Uh, 2007, predicate date still stands. And um, no new cigars after 2007. Furthermore, the appeals court rejected the claim that the FDA made uh, falsely cost-benefit analysis on the deeming rule. That, too, which means um, in order for you to go for substantial equivalence, you have to go through all these tests and all these things that are going to cost a fortune. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's make that go away, too. Nope you got to go through this whole thing. It's so much so that nobody's ever going to do it. So, uh, again, back to 2007. There's still another pending case. Uh, before a judge on the FDA's decision to reject option two of the deeming rule, which would exempt premium cigars from the regulation. Uh, that still stands, but this is where the industry is separated. This is where the whole, why doesn't the big four go to the trade show, and all that is saying premium cigars are different than other cigars. Again, there's one state in the United States that says that. That's the state of New Hampshire. We try, that's option two. Option two is trying to be like New Hampshire. That is still sitting there. The problem that's happening there is there's no unity within. Right. So some of these companies are willing to let premium cigars die, as opposed to save one of the children, which they could do right now and let
6: premium cigars live. But
2: if we go down, y'all going down.
6: But too. And it, could, it doesn't help that you have the head of Philip Morris International. Oh. Saying that uh, the U.K. should ban all tobacco in the next 10 years.
2: All tobacco that burns.
6: Yes. Because. They have IOS or IQOS yes, or whatever they have unburning it's called. tobacco. Yes. <laughs>
2: they put a full-page ad in Wall Street Journal. They're the worst. I, I, I said that when they took over Nat Sherman and I go, I'm out. As soon as they took over that and I go, they're evil.
5: Mm-hmm. Phil Morris is
2: evil, evil, evil. And as soon as they get the next product, they throw the whole industry under the bus. Mm-hmm. And listen, other manufacturers that are out there that are on both sides of the thing, don't kill both children when you can save one of them. For God's sakes, this, this is what it is. It's, it's here. You're, e- you're either going to let, let it end up happening. There's two ways to do this. You can either go against it or you can say nothing. Or you can actually go for it. There's actually three ways to do it, but you're going against it. Just say nothing. If, if you know you don't want to end up hurting your machine-made products and things like that, just don't say anything is okay. But going against it when you are in that but part, the vast
3: of it. majority of the machine-made stuff was out before 07. Why do they give a shit?
2: No, they they care on it on on other aspects of this, but they don't. And also that they don't want. Um, Premium cigars to be able to be allowed to come out with new products where they as products can't. They can't. It's jealousy. But they're in.
3: I've been facing that it, my
2: entire we're, life. <laughs> we're, we're talking about people that are in on both sides. The ones that aren't on both sides, I get it. Don't do this to us, and you're not going to do that to them. But at the end of it, they do it to both ears, and you. it's a win. It's not a win.
3: It's not a win. <laughs>
2: Much like it is from state to state. You hurt New York. It's not a win for me. It's a win if I end up trying to get their customers and pull them away and end up driving our online business. That's not the way to win. Not at all.
6: No, it's like a steamroll. I mean, look yeah. at the smoking ban starting in California. Worked its way across the whole U.S. Yeah. You get a tax increase in one state. That's going to work its way that's across it. the U.S.
2: And after it gets done with all the states, it'll go online, too. Yep. Then it'll go from state to state online where I can't I can't believe it hasn't happened already, to be honest with you. I know some states, but I thought it would happen within a year. In my prediction show I said within a year, mm-hmm. every single state's gonna be collecting online taxes. I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. I can't believe it. Maybe because because of COVID the slowdown and they weren't yeah. able to get people together to do it, but you don't think that's gonna come? You're gonna pay one way or the other. Absolutely. So um th- as crazy as that is Barry's got something even more crazier. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for
14: news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars. With sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum
7: Cigars.
6: (laughs) (laughs) We all remember when we were young and our moms would tell us to be careful when we go out. Well, in Washington, a mother warned her son who just got a new Harley to watch out for idiots on the road. That idiot turned out to be her as she rear-ended her own son on his bike, Uh, sending him flying in an incident that was caught on camera. In the video after the accident, her son dropped numerous F-bombs toward his mom, and the internet has turned on him for being disrespectful. I guess the old adage, I brought you into this world, I can take you out, has some truth to it, and that's not only insane, it's asylum.
7: Barry, did she do it on purpose? To teach him a lesson, maybe? Uh, so the That's video, good parenting.
6: So the video, <laughs> so the video, they they were at a a entrance to a highway, and he stopped, and they were both driving into the sun, and mm. she wound up rear-ending him, pushing him into traffic. He wasn't hurt,
7: but
5: hmm.
3: still, no reason to swear at your moms. <laughs>
6: Upcoming shows next week, the
2: Jerky Boys Comeback. It's a beef jerky tasting. Yuck. And uh, (laughs) you don't like the beef jerky? No. So it's beef jerky with cigars. And George Rami from Camacho Cigars is going to join us with barbecue sauce, beef jerky, and Camacho cigars. I'm reading the ingredients on
3: this barbecue sauce. If there's ketchup in it, I'm not eating it.
6: I will be out on two or the three. You won't eat it. No, nah, I'm doing Mediterranean and uh, no meat. Speaking
3: of diets, by the way, Dave has
6: After discovered. all this meat. Yep. My so, cholesterol went up 30% so on one, all the levels. So one of them is not meat?
2: Yeah, the cigar I'll have. Oh. <laughs> You're not having beef jerky of any
6: kind. No.
3: Uh, or no barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce of any so kind. Of so our friend Mike Miles comes in, Dave sees him and uh, says, Oh my god, oh, you look please. you look unbelievable. You look at your pants are falling your off. Pants you. Are falling off. you gotta pull them up when he walked I, in. I, I found it exciting. True. So yeah. he says, Uh what what is it that you're doing? And he goes, Oh, I eat this I eat this beet candy. It's not and it candy. Me, he didn't say
2: candy at all. It's it makes me not beets. hungry.
3: Super beets. And he goes out and he gets a bag of beet-flavored candy. It's not candy. And brings the beet-flavored candy in. It's not in, candy at all. Mm. And then gives it to Dave, who immediately eats one and talks about how delicious it is and how much weight he's going to lose <laughs> from eating candy. It's not yeah. candy. It's candy.
7: What is it? It's like a superfood, Super, it, super beet.
3: It's an individually wrapped foil beet candy.
2: If <laughs> You didn't taste it, so how do you know? I'm not eating
3: candy? it. Does that have sugar because in it? because he is a he's a, a a therapist he is not a dietitian a therapist you says to me you need <laughs> oh, mental he help I'm going to say patient. you know what I'll take that advice but he says you want to lose weight eat this candy did, did, I'm going to say you know what that goes against all of the things that I know did, about dieting did, did you see he lost a lot of weight you notice it. He, what, he could have done, what he could have done he is he could I'm have not, watched the episode that Barry and I did, which you obviously didn't do because you think candy is the way to lose I had, weight. I had 15 minutes. I you watched have, that episode. You have cigars, and that's how you lose weight. I
2: showed you to see that you're in love with each other.
3: You stop putting food in your mouth, not put candy in your mouth. Huh. End of rant. Well, we have beef jerky.
2: That's like candy, because we're putting barbecue sauce on it, and we're matching it and pairing it up with it.
3: If cigars. there's ketchup in the barbecue sauce, i got to tell you right so, now, I I'm mean, not by, eating
2: it. So nobody here is going to eat it but me. If the, i got to read the ingredients. You, you, you should have read the ingredients I on your care, beef candy. I don't care what it is. I don't I don't read ingredients. <laughs> anyway, that's going to be next week. The following week, Rocky Patel is going to join us live Ooh. in studio, followed by um, Michael Capellini from Toscano. Phil Zangy from um, Indiana Indiana, Indiana Motorcycle. Uh, Akil from Regis. They're coming in one after the other. Ba-boom, 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 It's that time of year in New Hampshire. It's that time
7: of year. I want to see who comes to see us in February. Nobody.
6: By the way, a lot of people ask me for hints on what's coming on the upcoming care packages. Just listen to who's coming on the show. Right. (laughs) That's a pro tip for you. There we go. Uh, And uh, Rocky Patel, I think we
2: have a... Handful of tickets left. We have an evening with Rocky Patel coming up Friday, August 13th, the night before the show. That He's going to be here to do the evening. So we said, can you stay overnight so we can just grab you mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock and have you on the show? He said, sure. So, uh, But the night before, we have Rocky Patel, um, an exclusive evening with him, just 50 people, and we're going to have a full dinner with him, and we're going to have Q&A and talk about uh, stories of Rocky Patel. And uh, deals on a cigar, you got a chance to win a Rolex watch. Whoa. Uh, it's going to be great. $95 per person. You get a couple of cigars, too. So um, a few, few tickets left uh, for that if you want to get in. Uh, I would say um, you got the weekend or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you listen to the show Monday morning like most of you. Call up right now uh, if, if you want in.
7: Hey, Jonathan, the Whiskey Miser says you can act like a man and eat it.
3: Yeah, I don't eat ketchup.
2: Ketchup is tomatoes vinegar. I don't eat ketchup, so it's not ketchup. It's not going to say ketchup on it. It's going to say tomatoes.
3: Some barbecue sauces say ketchup. If they, they say right ketchup, on. I'm not eating so it. So it depends with how they say it. Correct. I will eat you all of the ingredients meat, of ketchup. Dietetic candy. I, you're <laughs> eating beet candy. It's not diet candy. It doesn't say anything about diet
7: right. on the whole thing. You got them to candy, Dave. So you're making progress. I hope I lose a
2: hundred pounds. <laughs> <I> hope, <laughs> not, not because I'll lose hundred pounds. Just to say, and it's this, and it's these super beets that ended up doing it. You're
3: not eating beets. They're individually wrapped candy chews. It says it on the package. Let's see what happens. You're out of control. Let's see what What's happens. What's the poll question of the week, Barrett? Yeah, what is the poll question of the week?
6: And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And last week we had the, the guys from Whiskey Cask Nation on, and uh, we had the launch of their limited edition cigar on Monday, which sold out in just a few hours. But we asked our listeners, do you chase limited edition cigars and 66% of you said you do sometimes, while 33% of you said no. And one person who voted no actually bought two boxes of the Single Cast Nation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you
3: lied, pal. Uh, <laughs> That's not chasing a limited edition. He's not chasing it. He just it's liked it. A limited sold, it
2: sold out that day, so <sighs> he was chasing, chasing. chasing it.
3: it. You buy
2: a limited edition, it's fine. He happened to be walking by what?
3: It's only a ten count box. He bought a box of cigars. Bought two, two. Well, he bought two ten count boxes. Never That's smoked box. them before. Mm-hmm.
6: That counts as chasing. That's chasing.
3: It's not chasing. You're okay, buddy.
6: And this week we have another cigar on the cigar On the right hand side on the desktop, just click the Versus Poll of the Week. If you're on the mobile browser, just scroll down about six <clears throat> or seven thumb swipes. And uh, it's another cigar-related question uh, submitted by two different people this week, the same
3: question. <clears throat> All right. Same so, question submitted by two There's people. a big difference to me between having, even if you combine the two, salt and smoked paprika and smoked salt and regular paprika. Mm-hmm. So this, this is an important distinction. You get your beef. You char it up nicely over charcoal. So it has a slight little smoky component to it. You add a little smoked salt to it. And just a dash of paprika, you slice it, one bite, you know the rules. That's what this tastes like, this McAuliffe.
6: You're tasting some smoke, you fucking
3: That's asshole. That's
6: not true. There is salt.
3: Mike <laughs> DiPapino. <laughs> That's what you got out of it. Uh, DiP- candy, the candy messed your palate up.
6: Mike DiPapino said, starting with politics today has made this a grouchier than normal podcast. <laughs> I'm saying it's just Jonathan. Yeah, yeah you're, yeah, you're angry, pal. Yeah. And I
2: know, and I know you guys don't like hearing the political crap. But
7: do you think we could get Mike Miles on the show to help Jonathan with his anger issues? If maybe,
3: it, yes. unless he prescribes candy to me as the way to <laughs> to,
7: to he, calm down.
3: Here, ever, this he, ruined, he
2: ruined the whole thing that the guy came in and, <laughs> and 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 brought me a gift to try to help me out. And he, he ruined did look it. a little
3: dejected when he left
2: and, and uh-huh. he's and he says give me that bag and right away <laughs> he takes it out of my hands looks at the ingredients in the back what are you gonna ruin that it's like that's yeah. why he doesn't eat Twinkies and stuff because he reads that stuff in the back let
3: it go nah, he likes if Twinks, you though. read the ingredients you wouldn't eat the Twinkies either I heard that back
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did
3: not that did not escape my ears even though he's behind you
2: because mm. you have those cans on your head Uh all right, so those are the early thoughts on McAuliffe. A interesting cigar, uh, priced very, very well. Yeah, very of reasonable. What it is, mm. uh, issues with boxes. They've been coming in bundles. Uh, that's the issue that, that's happening that's right now. But we're mm. seeing it across the board. What's mm. the difference? You can't smoke the box, right? Mm. Give the guys a break. They're just starting out, kind of. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got three emails to get to, and a prize to give away, and more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
8: This year marks the 25th anniversary of Drew Estate and the Rebirth of Cigars movement. To celebrate this momentous occasion, the company is inviting you, consumers, retailers, and cigar media, to its epic blowout birthday bash, entitled DE25. DE25 will be held on September 23rd at the South Fork Ranch in Parker, Texas, part of the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. The DE25 celebration will include the unveiling of Drew Estate's newest brand with a first-to-experience approach for consumers and trade partners together. Buy your tickets today at drewestate.com forward slash DE25. That's
15: drewestate.com forward slash DE25. Since 1903, when La Aurora cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like 2 and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company.
9: that is aged to perfection. Certain General Warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
3: What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. Hello and good afternoon. It's Randolph Churchill here, my great-grandfather, would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. And we are back, and we're
2: smoking the McAuliffe A. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Take it easy there, Fonzie. Fonzie. We'll call it, it can be known as the Fonzie, the McAuliffe Fonzie. Huh? I like it. Start that. Let's let's make that happen, everybody. <laughs> and it's a little leathery, like his jacket. There so we go. it Works like his jacket, Fonzie's jacket. You hit the side of it, and it starts playing the song, playing Happy Days or something. Not
7: the jacket. You hit the jukebox, right?
3: Jukebox. Yeah, yeah. 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 He thought it. He just didn't say it out right, loud. Yeah. Now I, I know uh, somebody submitted a uh, a stink Blueberry pipe Hill. to us.
7: Okay. Yeah. All you, right. Let's hear it. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. I don't know if you're going to like it. Dave. All right.
13: Hey, gentlemen, Brian Charles here checking in formerly from Bangkok, Thailand, it's now up here in Michigan, and I'm still steamed up about that that last show and that win for that email that you guys blatantly just took because it slammed Dave and took your side. A couple reasons why I'm upset. Uh, you guys did drop the ball on that show, and as much as I love you guys and support you guys, you dropped it and just fess up to it. Um, you had an opportunity to extend the show Barry called an audible on Jonathan's three way, I mean the classic three way, and used his own questions. Someone in the chat room said, Hey, what were Dave's questions? Boom, right there. Jump on that, extend the show. Two, as a consumer of two guys, both social media and your cigar shop, I felt a little jipped off on that show. You know, I know it's free, but you you know, we as consumers invest two hours of our time to listen to that show and to end twenty minutes early, I felt kinda robbed. And uh Two, you guys uh, represent Dave and two guys in everything that you do. Can you get robbed of something so for You should have gone out, gone the extra mile, did the two hours. Dave's right. You're wrong. Take your lumps. Still love you guys. You guys do a great job. It's easy to armchair quarterback when we're not in that chair. Mm-hmm. But I have been in that chair. I'm going to have to come back for a visit not as soon invited. as I can. I'll be up to <laughs> see you guys. Have well, a good day. We'll have some clean one, next. Take it. All right. All right shut up. I'm going uh, to say. We're
6: going to get him some Kleenex to wipe some of that brown off of his nose with that uh, sting a,
0: I agree being... with
3: Brian Charles 100%. We dropped the ball. We had many That's opportunities to extend the show. Management and the next style time, right we need to just come a little bit more correct and a little more prepared. That's it. Correct. So I agree That's with Brian 100%. It. But you don't agree with Dave. What do you mean? No, I actually, you know, I thought about it, and I felt bad about giving Dave a hard time about mm-hmm. his candy diet. So I really? I did a little research on the phone during the break, and there's this diet called the cookie diet. You're going to love this. <laughs> you eat one chocolate chip cookie as your meal for each of your three meals, and you will drop a pound a day. But I just get to eat three cookies? Oh, well, you get one cookie per meal. Right. How big are these cookies? Just regular size, you know. Scoop cookie, well, like a a chips ahoy or a real cookie. No, it'll be a real, you know, maybe three and a half inches long Mm -hmm. or wide. And you eat one cookie. It's not enough food. (laughs) It's enough food to lose weight. You eat the cookie for breakfast. You eat a cookie for lunch. You eat a cookie for dinner.
2: So what I've been told about the super beets is I can eat (laughs) anything I want, just as long as I eat two of those super beets during the day, two separate times, and it just comes off. And I'm giving it a shot. Because that's the type of guy I am. (laughs) Because it worked for
6: him. It's still about portion control. Look at me giving dieting advice.
7: Jonathan, do we have a prize this week?
3: We do have a prize. Uh, The uh, best email of the week is brought to you by H. Upman this week. And the prize is a cigar rest that folds flat, a bottle opener keychain, a fedora hat, and a set of marked dominoes. Uh, I'd like
6: to say Brian Charles is disqualified because it's called the email of the week. Mm-hmm. And he did the sting pipe, so therefore his nah, entry does not count. Brian,
3: If Brian Charles had been wrong, or had he not been from Bangkok, Thailand, my favorite city, <laughs> yeah. I would say you'd be correct. But since I'm in control of this segment, I say that Brian is eligible.
6: I won't vote for him. <laughs> and I haven't heard the other three.
2: Is there two or three now?
3: There's three more.
2: Three more. Brian has my vote already.
3: Whoa. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Christopher writes, tell Skinny Barry to F off.
2: Well, I may have a new winner here. I'm going to hold that back then, I think.
3: This could be good. Hey, (laughs) Barron's. We will drink our whiskey and bourbon the way we want. Stop being a douche about ice and water. Signed, Christopher.
6: Hey, I was all right with Dave using it. It's just not for me. You're changing the proof of it. That's like putting ketchup on a steak, in my opinion. You want to do it, do it. But it was bottled at 93 proof. Do not add water to it and lower the ABV. That's just my opinion.
3: P.S., when Barry starts his bullshit after this email, yeah, remind no, him no, to stop being a douche about <laughs> ice and water.
6: Hmm. All
2: right, the after show is coming up on Wednesday. The after show, um, I we have no material perfect. <laughs> so perfect therefore I we're going to talk about dieting no, and right. Andy. i think we go to what we talked about during clubhouse and somebody wasn't there which was you this, this week, week? Yeah. you said it was off no no i said it's on but we had a cigar tasting that we had to do mm-hmm. that ended by eight o'clock and i got home at 805
6: 805 he was on and it this was is some it, bullshit. And it, and it was sensational. This yeah. is
2: sensational
6: and some we're gonna bullshit. talk about
2: what we talked about <clears throat> without talking about what it is now.
3: Good. I'm, I'm going so downstairs. You. you guys do the show yourself. <laughs> you could because you have no idea what it is. That's right. I'm
2: gonna right. and I may I may have my other super beat
7: during the show. All right. And also, Jonathan, you're not invited to the golf tournament. Even better.
6: I feel like superbeat should be by Dre. Beats. because there's Dre. headphones, <laughs> yeah. his
3: beats following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. This is entry number three by my count. Yep. Uh, Burn trouble. Greetings all. I'm having consistent difficulty getting Habano wrappers to stay lit and burn. For example, I've tried at least a dozen Brand X, and most recently the Brand X from the care package. I've tried numerous other Habano wrapper cigars and have yet to have one burn properly. You're not supposed to read that. They simply go out regardless of time in the humidor. Several uh, weeks, relights, puff frequency up to 10 to 15 seconds, and touch-ups. Humidors are at a constant 58 to 60 percent at 70 degrees. All other cigar brands and wrappers alike burn perfect and taste great. Any insight or help will be much appreciated. Wow, love the show. Looking forward to the 36th anniversary celebration in September. Thanks in advance, Earl. I would have said uh, your humidor is up too high. So all I would say
2: is check your gauge. Maybe the gauge is off, but you're saying all of the cigars in that humidor are fine, so it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah,
6: and at 5860, that's less humidity, so they would would be over-humidified. It would be under. Right. Hmm.
3: Yeah. I've never experienced that with a Habano wrapper specifically. It's just not a – that's not a thing. I mean, what we smoked, at the so many- Bandolero looked like a Habano wrapper. Yeah, we don't know, but it, I'm pretty sure You got sure Perdomo yeah. with the Habano? I don't know.
6: Okay. That's Change a- up your style of cut. Maybe the uh, hole punch is too small and it's not the wrapper. It's just that there's uh, tar buildup. But his
2: other cigars are fine.
6: Yeah, but it could be this brand that a hole punch is just more susceptible C- to a it. A
2: lot of people... People have said that to me about diff- different cigars over time and stuff, and they come in the store, and they say, yeah, I had a lot of trouble with such and such, and I go, all right, let's have one right now. Let me get one, one for you, one for me. Yeah. Let's light it, let's cut it. And they go, oh, this one's burning perfect. And I'm like, <laughs> "So's mine. I, I don't get it of, of what happens,
3: but. More than likely, the gauge in the humidor is faulty in some way. But so the other cigars are fine. Still, if it's an analog unit, switch to a digital and see if you're really getting the right reading because a thicker wrapper is going to hold on to its moisture longer than a yeah. Connecticut shade will. So but you he, could pull the Connecticut yeah. shade out, and it's going to be dry in minutes.
2: If he didn't say other cigars are fine within the humidor, I would have said it was the gauge problem mm-hmm. too, but
6: I don't know. Also All right. get a humidity meter from 2 guys cigars.com. Just stick it in the foot, and it'll tell you the humidity rating. It's true.
2: Ah, we carry that now. Yes, we do. <clears throat> okay, and your last one.
3: This is the one you pick. This is the one I pick. Uh, Steven writes through the contact us page of the cigar authority.com. Don't throw stones. Last week, last week's winning email was not unusual. In fact, I would say it's the way most of the emails go. They start out saying they enjoy the show, but then they start <laughs> throwing rocks at one or more of the cast members. I, I would like to suggest that what makes the show great is the mixture of its personalities. If you took one away, the show would lose some of its value. Last week's target was Dave. And he may be grumpy at times or mispronounce words, but he brings tremendous experience both in business and cigars to the show. Ed, with his quite savoir-faire, ah, quiet savoir-faire, quiet, quiet yeah. savoir-faire, adds a level of class to the show. Mr. J, although an unlikable jerk, keeps the show rolling. Lastly, Barry. Oops. I'm stumped. What does Barry bring? I'm sure he adds something for some of the listeners. Please keep the band together. It's a bright spot to my week. Signed, Steven.
2: That's funny. All right, Stones. We got Stones. We got Burn Trouble. We got Douchebag Barry. And we
6: got Brian Charles. (laughs) Yeah, I vote for uh, Douchebag Barry. You do? Anybody but Brian.
2: Anybody but Brian. Because
6: it wasn't an email. It was a stink pipe. So what? We like the stink pipe. It's the email of the week.
7: I liked Douchebag Barry, I'm going with Douchebag Barry. Ah,
2: wow, we got two for Douchebag Barry, one for Brian Charles, and I Jonathan. have to vote
3: for Brian Charles because I can't let I No, can't. you already picked yours. The Stones. You
2: can't change. I can it. change mine. No, you cannot. No, I can do anything I want. It's my segment. No, you said it, and you th- th- you make your vote first. Mm. You can't do it. This
3: is bullshit. Douchebag Once Barry again, wins. <laughs> Fine, I Not will agree. Douchebag
2: Barry, the person that talked about douchebag Barry, <laughs> douchebag Barry. But loses. we
3: all agree that Barry is a douchebag.
2: <laughs> Sometimes he can be a douchebag.
3: All right. So, like, uh, uh, fresh... Christopher, just reach out to uh, myself or Barry with your address, and we'll I'm, get that prize back out to you. Like a breath
6: of you. fresh air on a summer's eve. Is that it? Summer's eve. Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Big thank you to all those who are sharing our content that's out there, like and sharing the podcast, especially those who subscribe on uh, YouTube. And if you if uh, you also want to jump on to Odyssey, Odyssey, we're on there now too. And uh, also our friends at Clubhouse, we always love that. Barry is still active on Clubhouse. I mean, me, we, me, we, yeah, yeah,
6: a little too active, yeah, yeah.
2: Married's
7: so, big on Miwi.
2: That, that It seems like the yeah. my super, people, super fans mm-hmm. are MeWe fans. The people on MeWe. Like yeah, su-
7: I don't go on there much. No? I'm, I'm not a super fan of the show. No. No, not no. really.
3: All right. it's Time get- to ask the Don. So should I just do the read, or do we have to go through the bullshit? Do the read. Entry. I'm just going to do the read. It's time to ask the Don, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars. Cigars are premium cigars. They're mellow and smooth, built for mellow, every man's mellow everyday enjoyment. That's Don Raphael cigars. And uh, so this week's bad.
4: premium.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this week's question is Is there a preferred liquid for pairing with cigars? A preferred and liquid. A preferred liquid. I have two.
2: Two preferred liquids yeah. water and black coffee is the answer. And I, I would say it's the winning answer.
3: At the same time,
2: no water 100%. does.
3: Coffee does have water in it. Yes, I think my favorite is coffee, followed by scotch. Water—it's mm, kind of boring. Drink water to be hydrated after the scotch.
2: When you, Barry, when you're not drinking alcohol, what is it? What do you drink? Coffee.
3: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Every morning on the deck, first cigar of the day, cup of coffee, mainly because I'm worried about the neighbors walking by seeing me drinking at seven in the morning, (laughs) so I go with coffee. And when you're
2: testing cigars, doing a a review on a cigar?
6: Uh, Usually water. Never alcohol? Never alcohol. Okay. You won't let me drink at work, so.
2: But you do some of them at home, no? No, do them at work. Oh, really? Between
6: calls and... All right.
2: You do them all? Yeah. So you're not like a Sunday or something, like... A uh, special cigar or something?
6: Yeah, no. Sunday, I'll grab something out of my humidor, which enjoy is contrary to proper old leaf. I do have cigars in my humidor yeah. at
3: home. Pam says sarsaparilla is her preferred beverage of choice.
2: Mm. Sarsaparilla
6: is
3: Really, the key is it doesn't matter what the liquid is. What matters is that you're consistent. So if you're going to enjoy a sarsaparilla, as Pam is, and you're going to evaluate a cigar, you make sure that it's always sarsaparilla when you're smoking.
2: All right. It's time for the classic three-way. All Brought to you by Classic Cigars.
14: It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars.
2: Barry kicked ass last week. Today's July 31st. It starts with Barry. Happy birthday to Marcel
7: Beach. B I C H.
3: Thought it was Marcel Marceau, the
7: inventor of the moonwalk. Right, I thought it was going to be Marcel Marceau. No, nope, famous but Marcel
2: B I C H.
7: Manufacturer
2: and co founder of Bick Lighters. Huh. Marcel Bick. It's probably B I C H and mm-hmm. it's pronounced Bick, maybe. But that's where the word comes from, so we learned something here today. So you must be the cigar authority. What here I'm going to go 67. 1967? Yeah. The inventor of Bic lighters yeah. was born in 1967.
3: Oh, born? Uh, too late. You already <laughs> said your answer. So 1907. No, too late. You already said your answer. You didn't listen to the question.
7: You lose.
2: 1907. Oh, seven. Give him me, give me a break here.
7: 1917.
2: 1917, says Ed
3: Sullivan. I'm just mad because I said 1907 as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. 1907 for the point. <laughs> 1914. So a point for Barry. And This,
3: this game is this officially chart. under protest.
2: Uh, over there at Sullivan, happy birthday to Wesley Snipes, American actor, film producer, martial artist, prominent roles, New Jack City, White Man Can't Jump, Passenger 57, Demolition Man, U.S. Marshals. In the Marvel comic character Blade in
3: the Blade Film Trilogy. Born Even the today. the sun shines on a dog's ass some days.
7: 1960. 60. 1955.
2: 55. 63. 63 is one over. It's Sullivan will take it. It's 62. It is 62. Uh, so we have a three-way tie, and we have one question left. I have two tiebreakers, though. Mr. Jonathan. Yay. Matt, happy birthday to Mark Cuban. American billionaire, entrepreneur, television personality from Shark Tank, media proprietor. He's got a basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. You know him. He was born in 1952. 52. Nah, oh, no, he's not that old. 68. 68. I had 64. 64. Mr. Jonathan will take that point at 52. 58.
7: Really? He looks good.
2: So we have a champion. His name is Mr. Jonathan. I hate
7: this game. <laughs>
2: We have uh for the backup <laughs> BJ Novick. He's the guy from uh Ryan Howard from the office. He was born right
3: here in Newton, Massachusetts, Newton. down the street. He was born in nineteen seventy six. Two. Seventy
2: two. Seventy oh, nine. Seventy nine. How about <laughs> So I would have got
3: the point for that too.
2: Three points, you You're guys really got smoked. Good at this. How about Game Boy? When did Game Boy come out? Eighty one. No. Game Boy came out in 89. 89 for two points, Mr. Jonathan. I had to go
3: back into my schooling and know what grade I was in.
6: Yeah, Jonathan likes playing with
3: boys. <coughs> I mean, game boys.
7: <laughs> that would be the fifth grade for anyone. Keeps did, did, track. You say, did you say game boys?
2: I plead the fifth. <laughs> so we did a cigar tasting yesterday, Thursday. And uh, that's why you weren't on Clubhouse, because you couldn't get to you. you live closer than me now. Mm. So no excuse. You could have made it actually. You could have time. said, you know what? And I know I said it was canceled. I never said But that. Um, I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. And you said, of course you can make it. We'll wrap it up really fast, and we'll end up being able to make it. So, and you
3: said, and I quote, ah, never. which I didn't know means, yeah, we're definitely going to do it.
2: We're smoking the McAuliffe. Hey, <laughs> Dave, the Dave? Fonzie. That's going to stick. The Fonzie, the McAuliffe. You
3: fought me so hard on the big ass tank that <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can get behind you on this.
2: Come on. If we work this, we can get this as a thing and it happened right here, right now. I don't the think Michael-
7: it's
3: to be Michael-
2: The McAuliffe. Fonzie. The McAuliffe. Hey, come on. Let's do it. They got all the ambassadors. Some of you are listening there.
3: I I feel bad because if I don't... stay in the
2: McAuliffe Fonzie, and people will say, what is this? And we'll all know.
3: If I don't agree with you, then Brian Charles is going to send in another (laughs) stink pipe, and I don't want that. So fine. Hey.
2: (laughs) Are you
3: happy, Brian?
2: The Fonzie. Huh? Change it on the website.
6: Call it the (laughs) McAuliffe Fonzie. Get on that. I'm going to add the line to the description. The cigar will make you feel like Fonzie with a hey, "Hey."
2: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. This yep. is a thing. Okay, it just happened, and you guys all witnessed it. So that's it. What do you think of it? We're talking eight dollars a cigar. Eight, it's
6: a really good eight dollars cigar. Yeah. Like if I was smoking this on the blind, I would say eleven, twelve dollars. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It went out on went out on me because I was well. You talking, were talking too much. Uh, but
3: uh, oh, I thought it was because I had a habano wrapper good, on it.
6: But there's a little chocolate fudge in there. There's some leather Fudgy. components. Fudgy. Fudgy the Wheel. Remember Fudgy the Wheel?
7: <laughs> Fudgy the Wheel was also Santa, right?
6: Yeah, and there was Cookie Puss. Yeah, they just well, turned it different. How do you know this? I, I thought I, this was I, a Boston I, thing. No, Tom Carvel. Carvel, I thought, was a Brooklyn thing. Oh, mm. I
2: thought it was a Boston thing.
6: Remember the, the, yeah. the miniature golf place on Route 1 in
2: Saugus? Yeah. It was Carvel. Uh-huh. That was their store.
3: I, for one, feel dumber for having en- entertained this, even for one second.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> No, ah, okay. Fonzie. What's Fonzi's real name? Arthur Arthur Fonzarelli. No, the Henry Winkler. Winkler. Henry Winkler. Well,
3: Arthur Fonzarelli works better. Hey. Because it's Arthur Fonzarelli. Okay. Yeah, but you could it could be the Winkler.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so would you uh care to guess where uh after no, lives? No, Tom Carvel was uh <laughs> was
2: born. See, this is this is using time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So see we, how this happened?
7: Uh, uh oh. Newton.
6: No. He's he's very confident, so it's Brooklyn
2: I don't know, but but born, but where did Carvel start? He was born
6: in Greece, but the first ever Carvel was in
3: Hartsdale, New York
2: Really? Well, I thought it was Saugus, Massachusetts Oh, wow
6: Okay
3: You know, you live in New Hampshire now You can stop being proud of your New York heritage You can just be a New Hampshireite
6: Yeah, my friends tell me I should lose the New York attitude But that ain't fucking happening Here we go
2: Here we go What's happening is the show is over, (laughs) thank God Thank God. But next week, the Jerky Boys are back. Though Not those Jerky Boys, but George Ramey from Camacho Cigars as we pair beef jerky and cigars and barbecue sauce. Why
3: is it the Jerky Boys if it's only one dude coming?
2: Well, we're, we're there. We're part of it. Mm. Hey! Uh, the,
6: chat, the chat room's going with the Canadian. They're saying it's the McAuliffe. Hey? Hey? Hey?
3: Get your toques on.
6: Nah, it's the Fonzie. It's the Fonzie. Until then, you've been listening
2: to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: Uh, and it's quite possible that you learned something today. I don't know how, <laughs> yeah. but that makes you The Cigar Authority.
0: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. The United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.